you are experiencing HR After Dark, solving the people problems that keep you up at night. We exist to make the people part of business easier for leaders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners of all kinds. Thank you for joining us for HR After Dark. I'm your host, Jake Willis, CEO of Willis HR. I'm so excited. I finally met the yang to my yang. We have Sarah Aviram here today. If you haven't heard about her, man, you better listen in. So I, I don't know if you know this, but I wrote the book, Pantsless Nation, HR Guidance for Mastering Remote Work. And it's for employers. It's for leaders. Well, guess what? She wrote the book for, and she's going to tell you all about it. Don't worry. But for remote employees. And there's just so much information that she can provide. I love getting to know just a little bit more, even through her website. But today, we get to really talk about the other side of Pantsless Nation. So welcome, Sarah. Thank you, Jada. It's great to be here. We're so excited. And uh, I was just so excited to even you know find your information. But can you just tell our listeners just a little bit about yourself and and about the services that you provide and really helping remote employees. Absolutely. So my career has been in HR and talent development leadership roles in you know, big Fortune 500 companies like PepsiCo and Avon, as well as in smaller technology companies that are growing like Yodel and IAC. And I have loved my career in HR. And I also saw the trend of remote work growing and growing and growing. And this was pre-COVID. And I wanted to immerse myself in that trend. And I can get into the whole story, but I ended up doing and working and living from 12 different countries in 12 months, working remotely and fully immersing myself in the world of remote work. And I learned a lot about what motivates remote workers to be fulfilled in their careers and perform at their best. Oh my goodness. Yes. And then even through this information you provided me, there are, so you said that there's six core re-motivators that drive professional fulfillment. Huh? Can you, can you tell us? Sure. Absolutely. Uh, what I noticed through working alongside remote workers for a year was that there were six main motivators that drive our decisions around our career. And as you mentioned, I call them re-motivators, a little play on words there. And they are money, identity, routines, growth, impact, and joy. And what I notice is people that figure out how to manage and activate each of those motivators to their benefit tend to be the most fulfilled and perform at their best in their work. No, you're absolutely right. I think it's it's just so insightful to even identify this. But as you're saying, I, I really, I relate to that. I mean, my team at Will HR, we're 100% remote. But I mean, I could see that my team would definitely fall into that. And interesting. And then your your actual book is Remotivation. So this is the Remote Workers Ultimate Guide to Life-Changing Fulfillment. So that's where you talk a little bit more about these six core remotivators? That's right. Yeah, so I... I... The book is surrounded around each of these six core motivators, and uh, there's exercises and stories from remote workers and insights on how people have been able to manage and activate each of their remotiva- of those remotivators to their benefit, meaning the pressure they might feel about their identity, for example, about who 
they, they think they should be. And, you know, they've got a master's in law, so they should be a lawyer and, or their expectations of people around them. And instead of thinking about what they truly do want and what would really intrinsically motivate them to, to perform at their best. And so we deal with those kinds of challenges throughout the book. And there's exercises that kind of take people through how to manage each of those motivators to feel more fulfilled. Yeah, I think that I've met so many remote employees that I think, ah, oh, man, I would love to say really because there is that. I mean, even even those that want to make that transition but are actually scared, which is interesting though because you would assume that everyone before you know even you know COVID was a thing, everyone thought like the greatest perk was working from home, remote work. But there is the flip side of that, which you know, you do, you start feeling like you're stuck or not knowing how to transition to remote type of employment or workplace. And just even, I think it's the fear of the unknown. What do you think? Right. And what's so interesting about that, what I found was that people assume that, oh, if I have the freedom and flexibility to work from anywhere, that's going to solve all my problems related (laughs) to work. You know, if I could work from the beach in Bali or even from, you know, my couch at home, I'm going to feel so much better about my job. And what I found is that that might be a short-term solution or maybe a band-aid solution, but long-term, that's really not going to make a big difference. And that's kind of what's actually sparked the idea from my book because I noticed all these people uh, in the first couple of months of working remotely, they said, oh yeah, this is fantastic. I'm energized. And then ask them, you know, four, five, six months into it, which is what you're now seeing with a lot of people who've been you know, working from home for the first time after, you know, COVID happened is that they're feeling, oh, I'm so unmotivated. I'm not. And, and look, yes, the pandemic is influencing that and us like having, you know, limited activities, but what's happening is that it actually is making no difference. These are the same people that were unhappy in the office every day. It's because our motivations for working have to come from the work itself. The work itself has to be what's giving us joy, what's challenging us, what's helping us grow and and develop our skills, what is allowing us to make an impact and provide value, not just our external environment. Because if you do work you hate, it doesn't matter if you're doing it at the beach or not, you're still not going to be happy. That's exactly right. Even though when you're describing, I was like, you know what? I wouldn't mind working from Bali, but you're absolutely right. It's the type of work you're doing. So, and it's, it's also your mindset and perspective around this, because, you know, one of the things that you even mentioned on your site is, is if you want to stop feeling guilty for wanting more and, and you should feel grateful for what you have right now. I bet a lot of the professionals are feeling that way, probably in the midst of, you know, COVID-19 pandemic this, this year. So absolutely. I, I, Absolutely. A lot of people say, I'm just lucky to have a job. So I I shouldn't complain because a lot of people don't have jobs. And I totally understand that. There is a way though, to be grateful for what you have while still reaching for more, while still saying, okay, maybe I'm not going, this isn't going to be the month where I transform my career and do something totally different, but how can I find more joy in my current job? How can I make more of an impact so I feel good and proud of myself? How can I learn new skills and, and, and develop and have new experiences so that um, I can take that to the next thing I want to do? And so I think we, we have to remember that even when we think that there might not be as many opportunities mm-hmm. uh, to be happy in this moment, there truly are. We just have to look for them and create those opportunities for ourselves. 
You're absolutely right. And I, I bet that you even, you know, from that tool and that perspective, I bet you probably share some of that in one of the courses that you teach, Unlock the Jig and Your Gig. Exactly, exactly. So oh Unlock the Jig and Your Gig is exactly about that. That's my uh, mini course that teaches people how to improve where they are, starting where they are and being able to find, and the JIG stands for joy, impact, and growth. So how to optimize joy, impact, and growth in your current job. And uh, it's, it's exactly that. And it's, it's, a, it's a video with exercises and a workbook, and that's really going to help people kind of go through how they can make that happen. And I'm actually working on a larger eight-week transformational course that's for people who potentially might want to totally change careers or transform what they're doing or just really dig deeper into all the six motivators I talk about, whereas the mini course is um, just referring to the three. So the bigger course is called Remotivation Transformation. Mm-hmm. And um, that's also on my site. Uh, people can sign up for the waitlist for the course that's launching in January. Okay. That'd be fantastic. And then also, you know, from even the employer perspective, when I'm working with um, leaders, they actually have absolute good intent. They want to build a connection and cohesiveness in their team, but it does start from also the other side. So from the employee perspective, there has to be, you know, the right mindset. They have to show up um, from a, sure, from an attendance standpoint, but honestly, from a, you know, personality can do attitude perspective. So I really do think, you know, when I say the yin to the yang, I, I think that you would be beneficial and, and very helpful to, you know, even from an employer standpoint, how do we cultivate the employees, you know, joy and growth and and the impact? What are your thoughts about that? Right. Well, you know, my career has been mainly in corporate HR. And what I did see were some inconsistencies in the ways that different managers motivated their teams and led their teams. And of course, as corporate executives, you know, we want to believe that we've instilled a culture or a way to develop people that's consistent across the organization. But I think we know in our hearts that that's not necessarily true, that there are some managers that are better at doing it than others. And when I was writing my book, I really wanted to speak to the employee because the message I wanted to say is, look, no matter what your organization is doing or not doing to help motivate you through this time, here's what you can do for yourself. And it's a little bit more of a bottoms up approach. And it's also going to help managers have better career development conversations with their people if they know what what brings joy to their people, what kind of impact their people want to have, what skills those people want to grow. So by doing that, I'm really empowering the employee to say, don't just wait for your manager to come to you and and help you grow your career. Like, what do you want? Like, let's, let's help you define it and then bring that conversation to your manager and then they can help you identify the opportunities to do the things that you want to do. But first you have to know what you want. And so- that's what my, you know, my book really gets at and my courses really get at. And as I mentioned, it was quite intentional because I thought, well, you know, I could write a book that helps corporations teach people, but I, I would really like to write, and this is the, the yang to your yin. <laughs> I would love to write the other side because there is great content out there like your book. Um, but how can I help the employee that regardless of what their company's doing, this is how they can help themselves. No, this is this is music to my ears as an HR professional and as a remote 
you know, leader myself, using to my ears that you're really talking about the employee also owning or at least owning their part of the experience. So, you know, for business owners and, and leaders that are listening, so before you go in and have those career development plan discussions or even career development discussions in general, it would be amazing to have Sarah come and play and actually work with those remote employees so that it really is a, you know, collaborative and collective discussion that's going to be beneficial for both the employee as well as the organization. I mean, there's, there, I literally could talk to you all day and I just have enjoyed our conversation so much. I know this is just the beginning for sure, but I really, I want to make sure that our listeners know how to contact you and really just anything else that you want to share. Absolutely, Jada. I love, I love talking to you too. I'm sure we could talk for hours about this. So yeah, so um, organizations and individual remote workers who are either interested in my courses or hiring me for speaking engagements can reach out via my website. So it's sarahaviram.com, S-A-R-A-H-A-V-I-R-A-M.com. And there you can find out how to reach out to me, or you can just email me at sarah at sarahaviron.com. And I'd love to hear from you. And um, yeah, I would love to work together. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us today and your contact information. All your details will be in the description as well. And also on our website, it's willishr.com. And for leaders and employers, be thinking about performance reviews right now, end of year discussions, and getting ready for 2021. If you need any help, you know you can go to willishr.com, check out our HR essentials, and I'm so hoping you can get some sleep tonight. 